Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Bay podcast. Today, I am so excited to bring to you another interview with one of my students, Jacqueline DiGregorio, who signed up for Business by Design in combination with Manifestation Babe last year and completely transformed the way that she ran her business. In this episode, Jacqueline is going to talk about all how she became failure proof in her business and how you can too. Jacqueline is someone who before making the investment into business by design was working 60 plus hours per week, doing everything on her own, completely burnt out to enrolling into BBD and hiring her first team members, breaking six figures and manifesting her exact launch goal that she set for herself last October. Jacqueline is also a motivational speaker, best-selling author, and someone who's been featured in places like Forbes, Elite Daily, Bustle, Washington Business Journal, and her book has even been featured on Good Morning Washington. Jacqueline will surely inspire you guys to never give up as an entrepreneur and how to find value in all of your quote-unquote failures. And before we dive into today's episode, there's just a few days left to enroll inside of Business by Design. As I mentioned many times before this week, this is the only business program that I 100% stand behind and recommend to all of my online digital entrepreneurs out there. And because I love it so much, I've even included 10 ridiculously awesome bonuses to anyone who chooses to invest in business by design by this Thursday, June 25th at midnight to help you master the art of manifesting your dream business. I've actually added in there stuff like live breathwork sessions that we're going to do together, a masterclass in the millionaire mindset, my top energy secrets that every single entrepreneur must know to hack the business matrix, a chance to win a spot to my Bali retreat, potent intention setting worksheets, a subliminal audio, hypnosis, meditation, all that good stuff to help you rewire your thinking so that you can think and act like a seven-figure CEO, and so much more. You can get enrolled into Business by Design right now, guys, right this second, and get all of my exclusive bonuses through manifestyourbusinessbydesign.com. Again, that's manifestyourbusinessbydesign.com. 
Com. Doors close this Thursday by midnight and the time is ticking. So if 2020 is the year that you decide to build your dream business, do not miss this opportunity. All right, you guys, without further ado, let's dive into today's super inspiring episode and hear from Jacqueline herself. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast. Today, I have a beautiful soul on here by the name of Jacqueline, and I don't remember how to pronounce your last name. Can you please correct me? Is it De Gregorio? Close. De Gregorio. Oh my God. Well, it's a beautiful name. Um, First of all, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You are someone who had an incredible transformation with Business by Design last year in 2019. And I am just so excited to highlight your story and provide inspiration for other entrepreneurs out there who perhaps may be finding themselves right now in the same position that you were in before you had such incredible breakthroughs, which we're going to get into, guys. It's so, so epic. First of all, Jacqueline, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here. Yay. Can you just share just a little bit about yourself and what is it that you do? Yeah. So I'm really passionate about helping women achieve their biggest goals. And I do this in a couple of ways. I'm a motivational speaker. I've written two books. My second book, Stop Getting in Your Own Way, came out in December. I host a podcast called the Spark Your Light Podcast. And the main way I work with my clients is through a membership. It's a personal development membership and it's called Growth Happens Here. So that's me. Amazing. Can you share like how you got into this? Like what is the backstory that led you into this? Because it's not like we come out of the womb with, you know, (laughs) this mission or this business. Like I'm so curious, can you take us like back into what inspired all this for you? Yeah. So my story goes back to the summer between my junior and senior year of college. I thought that I wanted to land my dream job at the time in corporate America, in marketing, and I was going to climb the corporate ladder. And so I landed this internship at this big company and I loved it for the first couple weeks or so. And then I quickly realized, wow, this isn't very fulfilling. And I, I love sharing this because I think that when people look at you know, people like me and you that are doing big things in the world, they feel sometimes maybe intimidated thinking like we've had these big dreams, like you said, from the second we were born. But that's not what it was like for me at all in this moment. I remember driving home from my internship one day thinking, you know, if I graduate college and I get a job here, a starting salary in Philadelphia where I live is probably like $40,000 a year. And I thought to myself, I wonder if I could make $40,000 a year working for myself. And that was like my first light bulb moment. Like, wouldn't it be so fun and so fulfilling if I could just make that same amount of money doing it without, you know, that feeling that I wasn't really contributing or that I couldn't be creative and I would have all that inspiration and be able to really use my talents. So that was like step one for me. And um, in that moment, I had like no, I didn't know anything about business, which is ironic because I was a marketing and international business double major, but they don't really teach entrepreneurship. Yeah. So <laughs> all I knew was Shark Tank. Literally, like I would watch Shark Tank and I was Same, like, girl. <laughs> I was like, okay, I just need to make some kind of product and I can like ship it out and I'll be good. That was literally my vision. So I had no idea what to start. But I think like most entrepreneurs, I looked at my own problems and my biggest problem at that time in my life that was really pertinent was overcoming an eating disorder like two years prior. And one of the biggest things for me with that eating disorder was binge eating. And I binge ate because I used to really restrict my body. So long story short, I created this plate that would encourage eating balanced meals because when I would actually eat all the food groups, I wouldn't binge. And that was a huge part of my recovery. Uh, It's a pineapple is really cute. So I launched this plate. Nobody wanted it outside of my family and friends. Total failure. Um, So then I'm like, okay, step one, I failed. The first failure is not so hard to get back up from. Like I think the first failure, it's like, okay, I failed, but a lot of successful people fail. Like I can do this. I can get back up. So then I'm like, okay, I need to do something else. This isn't working. I surveyed some friends, started asking people about like, what do you really need? learning how to do market research. And I decided I was going to create an app. I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to make an app. So I tried to make this app and it failed three times, like three launches of it. It was crashing. It was having these problems, three different developers. So after the fourth total failure, like I was devastated. This was like two and a half years in now. 
um, of basically making no money other than um, money I had raised on Kickstarter to fund the app and winning a pitch contest, but no actual revenue in my business. And I share this because like, since this podcast is really for entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs, like if you're someone who's listening, who is feeling down or who has failed, or, or even if you fear failure, um, the couple of takeaways I, I really want to give that I think are important here, because these are the things that I really needed to hear. Then the first one is if you're in a failure, like if you're, if you're stuck, if you're down, um, just ask yourself what the next step is. That's really what got me through. I remember the day that my app failed for the third time. And I knew that this app wasn't going to work. And I just laid in bed and I, I couldn't get out of bed. Like it was like days and I just felt like a complete failure. And I remember thinking, okay, Jacqueline, all you have to do is just like feed yourself dinner and do your laundry. Like, that was it. You're going to be okay. And then after I did that, I was like, okay, well now I can spend an hour doing a little brainstorm. And that's the only thing I have to do the next day. And then each day I would just ask myself like, what's the next step until I rebuilt my confidence so that I could be inspired again and start taking action again. So that's the first thing about failure. And the other thing about failure is that every single time I failed, it was either a redirection or a lesson that I needed, one or the other. All my failures fit into one of those two categories. So long story short, uh, I come to Christmas Day 2018 and I woke up of all mornings Christmas and I was like, I really want to make a huge change in my business. I don't want to talk about food. I want to just like help more women and I want to empower them. And at the time I actually was in school getting my master's um, in nutrition because I felt like I needed more. That was the whole feeling of, I wasn't smart uh, enough. I didn't have enough degrees or whatever. One more, so, one more certification, one more degree. And then I have everything it takes to succeed. I see that so much. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. So Christmas morning, I go downstairs and I tell my parents, I'm not, I'm going to drop out of school. I'm going to just like totally basically nix my current business, totally pivot. And I'm just going to like travel the world and speak to women. And my dad looked at me like so worried and mortified. And he's like, so you want to be Oprah? And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, I'm glad you get it. And he was just like, I mean, my parents, they, they were just so upset. It was like the worst Christmas. They were so worried about me because they love me and they want me to succeed. I was living at home because I had no money. I had been doing business for two and a half years, just failing. And it was my intuition. And I listened to it. And January 1st, actually before that, like literally December 26th, I was emailing colleges, asking them if I could speak. And that whole semester, I traveled to colleges all across the country, started sharing my story, talking about failure, talking about following your dreams. And so this is how I got into personal development and um, coaching. And so this takes me to summer 2019 uh, when my business was killing it. And I was at this place where I felt like I'll do anything to succeed. I don't know if you ever felt that way, but it was oh, like, yeah. I'll work so hard. Like, I don't care what it takes. Like, I've been doing this for so long. I deserve it. And so that's how I got into this place where I had 15 one-on-one -on -one clients. I was working 60-hour weeks. I was burnout. I was literally answering clients on... I remember one time, it was Saturday night. I was at the beach with my family. It was 11 p.m. and I was answering a client message. And, and I... I was like, is this really my life? Is this, is this what I wanted? Is this why I built a business? And it's like, do I even want this? Should I just get a job? Like all those questions of like, I finally did it. Like I was on track to six figures. This like thing that I have built up in my mind was going to be the best thing ever, but it wasn't actually the business I wanted. Mm. So that's kind of where I was, um, before business by design. And, um, I remember I heard about it, obviously through you. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, that sounds like something I need. And I wasn't afraid to invest in myself at the time. I will say that year I had already invested probably like at least 25K in my business. And this was the same year that my, who was then my boyfriend, who is now my fiance, who anyone who knows this, he proposed on this podcast. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. That was you. That's yes. It was me. That was like my favorite thing to do ever. It was so freaking cute. And you guys are engaged. Planning. Yeah. We're engaged. Yeah. Our wedding's next April. Ah, so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. So anyways, we were like saving for a house and 
all of these opportunities came up in my business. And it was like those feelings of when I was so afraid to invest in myself. And I felt like I can't spend, the first big investment I made was $15,000. And I remember when it happened, I was like, I can't spend 15K. First of all, I didn't even have 15K. It was 15K on a credit card. And it's like, I can't spend $15,000 when we're trying to save for a house and I have no money. And all of these fears were coming up, but I knew inside of me that like, it was that little whisper, like, but you have to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the next step. Did you always have that? Like, growing up or is this something that just Mm. feel like, like for me, for instance, that voice was like such a shock to me the first time it came because I was like, where is this coming from? And it took me having that spiritual awakening of like enduring some chaos in my life of being like, Oh, that's my intuition. That's the voice of my higher self. Like it took me some learning to figure it out. I'm super curious. Like I'm so amazed with your story so far because you know, you talk about you're having your first failure, then your second, then your third, your app failed three times plus another failure that's four. And the fact that you just kept hearing that voice and you just kept listening, like I admire that so much about you. And that's something that 99.99999% of people just don't do, will never do. They always take their evidence of why they can't as a sign that's so much greater than the signs that their intuition is constantly handing them of like, no, 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 no. You need to go on this path. You need to invest in this. This is who you're going to learn from. Listen to this podcast, read this book, blah, 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 blah. Like, did you always have that? Or is this something that you had to learn to develop? Yeah, I would say what what I had when I was younger was like, and maybe it's maybe it came from my mom telling me trust your gut. Like I would get feelings mm-hmm. in my stomach, like I could feel it, but I didn't hear anything. Yeah. So I'd be like, if I was in a bad situation, like even if a friend was mean to me, like I'd get a bellyache. Like my stomach mm-hmm. kind of feels those feelings, but the voices they definitely started later. And I think the biggest thing for me, like when people say, "Well, how how do you keep listening?" when all the evidence, like you said, is not uh, leading you there. I remember somewhere I read in the beginning of my personal development journey that the pain of where you are now has to be stronger than like the pain of where you're going. And of course, I had a lot of fears about success and all these um, you know, all the things that success is going to bring and, yeah. you know, the trade-offs. And I had those fears. and The limiting. things that we make up about success right. without even right. getting there and having any evidence of what it'll actually be like. Totally. <laughs> exactly. So I had those thoughts, but I had this like overwhelming fear that I would be mediocre and I would wake up and I would sell myself short. And I was very fortunate to grow up in a household where my dad told me literally every day of my childhood, you can do anything you set your mind to. And I was a high achiever in high school and in college. And, you know, I was always like one of those like achievers. Like everyone knew me as the person, if anyone's listening to this, like who knew me as a kid, they would think of me as someone who was like number one in the class and all these things and had all these accolades. And so it was almost like I had a fear that I wasn't going to live up to my potential. And and I was going to sell myself short. And that fear of being mediocre was so much stronger than the fear of anything else. And I guess I knew that to live up to my potential, I had to listen to the voices. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where that was like yeah. an unwritten rule in my head, but mm-hmm. I knew that I had to just trust what felt right and keep going and persevere and have faith. And I don't know where it came from, but I just, I pulled it out of me. Yeah. So I interrupted. You were talking about being afraid of investing. I just wanted to dive into that because it's something that like literally 100%, I'm going to go ahead as far to say as 100% of people feel that fear of investing themselves or feel that fear of following their intuition. So um, especially initially. So I really wanted to just hear your your take on it because it's like, guys, logic like can only go so far your intuition is always going to lead you to the right path. Like you can list out the pros and cons and and make logical decisions. And sometimes logic, I mean, there's many times where I've used logic in my business to help me figure something out um, where my left brain is enough for me to get the answer and figure it out and be like, um, spending that much money just doesn't feel aligned. It doesn't make sense. Like here's the math kind of thing. But then there's other instances where it's like, oh, even though the math does not work out at all, like how much the investment is versus what's in my bank account, 
does not compute, but for some reason, my intuition's leading me there. And, and the many times that I have followed my intuition, even when the math didn't make sense, it created new math that didn't make sense in the sense of like, here are the results that typically conventionally make zero sense, but we're not here to live a life that just makes sense logically. We're here to live a life that is our wildest dreams and is super unconventional and is exactly what it is that we want. So anyway, you were afraid of investing. We're leading right up to the point where um, you came across business by design. So continue. Yeah. Yeah. So this is exactly what you were talking about. So at this time I had logic and I had the voice. I'm going to call it the voice because that's what it really feels like. It's like a whisper and it gets louder the more you don't listen to it. And um, at the time I had already made a bunch of investments in my business that year. Some of them good, some of them not so good, you know, lots of learnings, the whole thing. And the voice was telling me, um, okay, invest in business by design. So that one, I was like, okay. And the voice also told me invest in next level. So that was like an even bigger thing. I'm like, okay, more. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like I even believed the voice at that point. And that day I remember I had gone and gotten drive through Chick-fil-A for lunch and my receipt was $11 and 11 cents. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'll do it. So I, I put more debt on my credit cards And then this is where it gets really crazy. And this was the the confirmation for me. Like a week later, the voice is telling me, Jacqueline, take all of your savings that you saved for your house and pay off your credit cards, which like so illogical. I was like, "Uh, Richie, what do you think if I like pay (laughs) off uh, all of my business credit card debt from all these investments I made with our savings for our house? And, you know, he tries not to like, get involved in my intuition and all these things going on in my head. He's like, whatever you think, like if you think you're going to make it back, whatever. And it's so cool because your intuition, it's almost like it knows what's going to happen. It sees the path mm-hmm. and it's usually something that you could never imagine. So uh, the story with us was we had decided to buy my fiance's grandfather's house after he passed away. And we knew we were going to um, make settlement on it at the end of August. So I knew like I had a hustle in my business, which I was already burnt out and make yeah. this like extra money for anything else we need it. And then I had this voice telling me to spend so much of our savings and then the craziest thing in the world happened, something that I could have never predicted. But when we got our like settlement sheet, we owed, I think it was $25,000 less. And I'm like, why is it $25,000 less? Which was the exact amount of money yeah. that I had said bye to. And it was something with like the transaction and the appraisal. And I didn't even really understand what happened, but all I knew was we literally owed $25,000 less. And so the voice wanted me to not only invest, but then pay it off. And it knew that I wasn't going to have any financial troubles. But if I had listened to my logic, one, I wouldn't have invested. Two, I wouldn't have paid off the debt that I racked up. And I would have gotten here and regretted all those decisions. So I'm just so grateful for that voice because it drove me to make those big decisions. And when I saw that like actualize in in that $25,000, like to manifest such a big number for me at that time, it was like, wow, like it's, it's real. Like you have to listen to it. Yes. So, oh my God, that's so amazing. I just want to share like a very small example of the first time that I learned the, how exactly how you described, like, um, you know, pay off your debt by 20, you know, pay off your credit card debt, $25,000 and then having like $25,000 less on the house. I remember just like, especially back in the day when I was like really learning how this worked so I can really teach people because I was experiencing a lot, but I really wanted to quantify it and qualify it and be like, here are the steps. Here's what to do. Here's what not to do. Because that's like, even though time isn't linear, we learn in linear ways. Like time is an illusion, but the illusion is experienced in a linear way. So we have to kind of like figure out linearly what happens so we can teach it linear, more linear, linearly can't even say that word. Um, so one time I was with a pendulum 
I was like learning how a pendulum works. And I remember I had an option to upgrade to first class. This is like before Brendan and I were regularly flying first class. It's just like we had our money in other places, like business investments and stuff like that. And um, I remember asking my pendulum, because that's like one way of connecting with your intuition. There's many different ways. I think the best is to learn how not to use tools and just like use your body as a tool and use your like own heart as a tool. But for some people, especially when they're starting, it's like pendulums can help. Certain things can help. Like even using Oracle cards and tarot cards can help as well. So I was like, should I upgrade, upgrade to first class? And it sounded so exciting. And my, my intuition was like saying yes, but I was so surprised that my pendulum said no. And so I was like, why am I getting confusing messages? And I was like, okay, you know what? Like, okay, I can see my gut is also starting to say no. This is so weird. Okay, why wouldn't I? It's only literally like a hundred bucks a seat. Like, why wouldn't I do this? It makes no sense. Especially since first class costs so much more than, than coach for this flight. And um, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to listen. And so I got to the airport and literally we had a free upgrade. So it was like the universe is saving me money. And so I was like, okay, this makes sense. And so I love that you have like so much of a bigger example of that because I, I see that a lot in, um, I see a lot more bigger examples now in my life. And it's just so true. Like you just don't know what is happening for your highest good behind the scenes, but we're so busy judging, thinking that we know everything and thinking that we can predict everything. And that's what's screwing us up. That's what's creating that resistance for us. Um, Jacqueline, can you share like what happened after you invested in BBD? Like, can you share like what happened in your business and where you are today because of it? Yeah. So like I was saying before BBD, I was burnt out. I was seeing a lot of one-on-one clients, which is really fulfilling, but draining, at least for me personally, it just wasn't my thing. Like I want to speak in front of 10,000 people. I don't want to just talk to one person because I believe that my message needs to be heard by so many. And I feel like I'm selling myself short almost by just working with one person and Mm -hmm. giving all my energy to them. I mean, the other thing was I felt intimidated to like start things or try things because I had to do everything myself and I didn't have a team. So it's like, oh no, if I'm going to have some tech issue, like I don't want to do that. Like I'm trying to avoid that pain. Um, So anyways, I joined BBD uh, and I mean, it was massive from the very beginning. And I think part of this is because this is something I talk about. One of the chapters in my book is called Stop Being Afraid to Invest in Yourself. And I talk about one of the reasons why investing in yourself is so powerful is because when you burn your boats and when you put that money down, before you even learn anything, you start taking action. So I remember like I literally hadn't gotten on a call yet and I had this whole plan. I was going to hire, I was going to um, create a scalable offer. And like, it's so funny because it's, of course, all of the things in BBD then helped me actually learn how to do those things. But it was just the action of investing, deciding that, hey, I'm no longer going to be the burnt out CEO, but I can create a business where I can work a few hours a day and I can make millions of dollars. And that is possible for me. Just like going through that thought process is what actually, um, that, that happened for me. And I have another example of this. I did RBA like a couple like a month later, I guess it was. And I remember when I joined, yeah, I remember when I joined, um, I was nervous still, even though I had made so many investments in myself, just because I was like, oh my gosh, I've reinvested like all of my profit (laughs) this year. Like, what am I doing? And um, I got a check in the mail from a speaking gig that I wasn't supposed to get paid for, for like a month. And I got it a month early before I even gave the speech. I'm like, why did this check come? So it's just like always those things once you take the action. So Mm -hmm. I just want to emphasize that phase because I've heard it from my clients too. Like when they take the action, magic happens before they learn anything. So that's what, how it started. And then I started learning and I got to work. I hired a team. I um, created a scalable offer. So my membership, like I can have tens of thousands, even millions of members and be able to reach them and serve them and help them reach their personal development goals without feeling tired or burnout. Um, I've like scaled back so much. Most days I work a couple hours and just feel like high vibe and great energy And it's just so different from the person that I was, uh, even a couple months before that, I remember, uh, when my book was due to my publisher and I was like on deadline and I was of course short on words because it's so hard to get the word count. And I'm like 
trying to write on a plane, traveling to a speech, like exhausted. Like now when I speak, literally my only job, I tell myself, your only job is to feel good. Mm. And I just like feel amazing, eat good food, rest, read, explore wherever I am and show up and give the best energy because I know I'm sharing my vibration with everyone in the audience. And like to know that that's my job, it's just so freeing. So when I launched my membership, I said to my VA and her team, like, hey, can you figure this out? Like, I don't know how to do it. I want to have a membership site on Kajabi, like figure it out. And they did. And then even like the biggest tech problems that we had, like, oh, the audio won't play on your phone, but it'll play on your computer. And I'm like, no, I want it to play when your phone's locked. Figure it out. And then they do. They just like, that's all you have to do. It's, it's amazing. Um, but the magic thing that happened and, uh, the thing that was really, really fun. So, um, financially in my business at that time, I had had some bigger months in sales, but my problem was that I was always like on this rat race for cash. Mm -hmm. And it was like, we would have these big sales months and I would have clients on these like six month payment plans, but then I couldn't pay my bills. And so I was feeling stressed again, investing so much, reinvesting so much of the profit, just bought a house, had a mortgage to pay. And so I'm like, Jacqueline, you need cash in your business. Like this was like a a realization I had, like you need to set your goals on cash, not just on sales. And that really, really helped me. And so I thought, okay, what do I want my goal to be? And at the time, the most cash I had brought in in a single month was maybe like 15K. And I was like, I think I could bring in 30K. And that was a big leap. And I honestly don't know like what gave me that confidence, but I was like, yeah, I could totally do that. Um, And it was just around the time where you had those checks on your Instagram and you were like, (laughs) click here and download this magic check. So I printed the check. I wrote it out for $30,000. And it was so weird because so many other times in my life, I've tried to practice be to have, and I've tried to step into this like future version of myself and believe that like, I already have this and I've struggled and it was hard. And so I just couldn't believe it. But for some reason, and maybe it was my intuition telling me that it was already done. I believed it. Like as soon as I had that check, I was like, this is happening. And I remember I went to a networking group that I'm in and, um, every month they do like, uh, you have your meeting and they have different sections of the meeting. And one of the sections is celebrations. And it's all about like women celebrate yourself. Like we never celebrate ourselves enough. And of course, normal people stand up and say things that have already happened. Like last month I hit this goal or last month, uh, whatever I did this thing. So I stand up and I'm like, I'm celebrating. And I held up the check. I said, I'm celebrating this $30,000 that's already on its way to me. And like someone like asked me like, oh, like what, how did you make that money? And I was like, well, I didn't yet, but like it's coming into my business by the end of this month. And like, I think half the people thought I was crazy and half the people really respected me, but I I just knew like I was, I was celebrating it before it happened. And then it happened. I brought in 34 K in cash that month. And it was just like, so full circle. And I, I've never felt so abundant in my life. And it was just such an amazing feeling. And then I carry that energy with me to reach higher and higher and achieve more and help more people and make more impact. And so, yeah, it it was just awesome. And I carry that check with me still. It's in my wallet. It just reminds me of the energy that if you really step into believing it, like there's no other way. And Mm -hmm. it didn't seem possible. It didn't seem logical but something told me that it was already done. And just believing that was the answer. I didn't have to do, I know you always say like, you know, you have to do whatever you think you have to do to manifest. Like I didn't do any kind of like crazy things. I didn't write my affirmations down a hundred times a day. And I know some people do that and that's great and it works for them. But all I did was just believe it was already done. And then it was. Yeah. Amen, sister. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And I tell people all the time, there's a science to manifestation, but there's an art to certainty. And so the key is to get to certainty. And for some people, it's saying it, letting it go. For some people, it's dressing a certain way. For some people, it's meditating. For some people, it's getting up at a certain time. Whatever it is that you need to do to gain that certainty, all that matters is that certainty that it's already done. And I love that you said that you share that before it even happened to a group of people and half the people thought you were crazy and half the people like really respected you for it. You have to be willing to be crazy, to be seen as crazy. Like That's how you create such unconventional success and such great results in your life is 
is when you are so unafraid to say something. Like I constantly say, in this lifetime, I will have a billion dollars at least. How? I have no freaking idea. In fact, I have an affirmation on my wall behind me right now that says, I'm a magnet to billion dollar ideas that manifest into billion dollar revenue streams. What those ideas are and what those revenue streams are, I have no idea, but it doesn't matter because it's already done. And if you apply that and like building a bridge, so for some people, 30K might be a stretch, but like maybe starting at 5K, can you be an energetic match to 5K? And again, it's just as Jacqueline said, it's like just knowing it is done, just knowing that it's going to get deposited in your bank account. Obviously there's action to take, but just trust that you are already in alignment to take the right action. You're going to be led to the right mentor, the right course, the right program, the right whatever it is in order to receive that money. You don't have to consciously focus on it. I think a lot of people, they like pre-plan how they're going to manifest the money. But the thing is, is that even no matter how hard you try, you cannot pre-plan this shit. It just, it, it goes so far beyond the intellect. It goes so far beyond your human self that it's just impossible. And I love that you're such an example of that. It's like, it's so, so inspiring. What would you tell people who might be in a place where they're struggling right now, like struggling entrepreneurs? Like what would be your best advice, especially as someone who's coming from having so many failures and now having success? Like what is some advice that you want to share with them? Yeah. I I just feel like get back up. Like that's get back up and keep going, brush yourself off. Like it's hard. And like, I know we can manifest anything we want. So, you know, you can manifest it to be easy. And I, I do believe that, but I also feel like you might have lessons you need to learn. You might need totally. to be redirected and that's okay. Yeah. And what I do when I'm in my like darkest moments, and I mean, I still question my business, like even though it's doing great and we're on track Same to multiple six figures, I'm like, uh, is this worth it? Should I be what? Well, all kinds of crazy Same. thoughts. I I wanna, I, can I just pause you for just yeah. one moment? I want to share literally same, no matter how guys, no matter how much money you make, no matter how many followers you have, no matter how many people you have who are like listening to your podcast or whatever. Like a lot of people look at me and they're like, Oh, Catherine's got it all figured out. I'm still figuring it out. Like it just never ends. Like you as a human being have lessons to learn and there'll be so many more moments of doubt and so many things you're going to be afraid of doing. And so many like anxious thoughts are going to come in about your business. No matter if, even if you're making a hundred million, I promise it's still going to come. And the only thing that is making it not easy. I love that you said that, like we can manifest it to be, to be easy, but we'll have lessons to learn, which it's really our perspective of the lessons that make it hard. It actually like is easy. It's just that we are giving it a meaning that this challenge, which is a gift from God, universe, angels, energies of the highest good, it's a gift, but we're seeing it as a problem and that's what's creating it to be hard. So I love that you said that. So good. So good. Yeah. I, and I'm so glad you shared that because I, I feel like whenever I talk about how I still struggle, people are like, really? Like I, I thought that it would just... I thought that it becomes easy once you hit a certain level. And like you said, who's to say it's not easy? Like we just have this predetermined timeline that we think like, if I'm not at this point, by this date, I'm behind, which is totally fake. Uh, But I always laugh because my fiance will come in the room and he'll be like, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, you don't want to know. Like, just keep going about your day. Like all the questions, all the things, questioning everything. Like, should I change everything? (laughs) And I'm just like, it's all good. I'll figure it out. And it's so funny because like, I feel like that's the blessing of being a visionary and also the curse. Um, So when I have those moments, the thing that I always do that helps me the most is I close my eyes and I visualize my really, really, really big dreams. And for me, it's one specific moment. Like I imagine myself walking out on a stage in front of like hundreds of thousands of people and like sharing the exact words they needed to hear. And like, I, I literally, my body will get chills. I will, my eyes will get teary because I, I know that I am meant for this. I know this desire wouldn't be inside of my heart if I wasn't supposed to follow it. And here's the, here's the key. The thing that makes me keep going and the thing that I think entrepreneurs need to hear, I would keep committing to this over and over and over again, even if it took me until I was 90 years old. Like I would go out on that stage with a cane with my scrouched back. And I would like, if you knew you were going to be able to achieve your biggest dream, even if it's going to take 10 or 20 or 30 more years, would you keep doing it? And if you say no, then I would argue that your dream isn't big enough 
or you're not following your heart. Cause if you really were, and it was like deep within your heart and it, and it really lit you up, like you would. And that vision and that belief is what allows me to get back up and allows me to have resilience and grit because I believe that that grit is an essential tool to be a successful entrepreneur. And while uh, it can be fun and you can manifest, like I love making it fun. I have the champagne bottle on my dresser. It says number one New York Times bestseller. Can't wait to pop that. Like it's so fun, but it's also hard. And, And every time it's hard, I just get back up and I remind myself of that vision. So I I encourage you to think about what that moment is for you. What's the moment where you feel most fulfilled? And the way that I found that moment is is by doing. So Marie Forleo says, clarity comes from action, not thought. I really like that because so many times when I was younger as an entrepreneur, I would journal for like days and be like, what's my 10-year vision? I ask myself that question so many freaking times. And it's like, (laughs) I don't know, help, like, And then I would just write, my higher self already knows the answer. And then I would move on with my life. But it was true because my higher self did know and it knew that I had to take action to figure it out. And I only cultivated that vision through going out there and trying things. And, you know, I gave my first speech to a sorority in front of like a hundred people. And now I'm giving speeches in front of, you know, a thousand. And like that happened. And I knew that that was my desire because I tried things. And I only got there because I failed at everything else. If I wouldn't have failed at the app, and those plates I made for a solid two and a half years, then I wouldn't have had that wake up call where I'm like, well, what am I good at? Oh, I'm good at speaking. Like I'm good at giving presentations in class. Maybe I could speak about some other topic and, oh, I'm good at teaching personal development. Maybe I could teach other women how to do this. And I wouldn't have had those realizations without going through all those things. So get back up and have that vision that allows you or gives you the courage and the inspiration to get back up. So freaking powerful. I am loving everything that you're saying. I know it's going to hit, um, strike a nerve with so many people. It's, I can already see so many tags happening right now, just like screenshots. Cause I always ask you guys to screenshot this episode if it's speaking to you and share your aha moments and takeaways. Um, and I can already see that happening because there's going to be so many light bulb moments going off for people from what you shared today. And it's just such an inspiring story. Um, wow. Incredible. Can you share last, last final question? Can you share, okay, I'm going to give you a scenario. Let's say that there's someone listening right now who has been thinking about BBD for like, I don't know, a couple days now, a couple weeks now, maybe they saw about, they learned about it last year, or even two years ago. They're right on the fence. And they know that they need to invest, but they're just afraid. They're feeling uncertainty. They're afraid. They're like, is this going to be the right decision? Is this not? What is something that you would tell them to help them take that leap into creating their dream business? I would ask you if you knew that if you signed up for this class and you applied the learnings and you took action and you took that inspired action and you knew you would have the business that you want to have, say this time next year, would you do it? And the truth is like, you're going to have the business that you're meant to have this time next year, but you do need to learn the right lessons. You do need the right teachers. Like there's just so many things that I wouldn't have known how to do. And in the beginning, I think I used to like try to figure it out on my own. Your time is your most valuable asset as an entrepreneur. Oh, yes. So if you're going to, sure, try to figure out like the email sequence or, you know, the webinar or whatever you're going to try to figure out on your own. Like if you don't respect your time, like how do you expect the universe to respect it and and give you that money that respects your time, right? Like if you think that you're going to make $100,000, let's say in your business, and I don't know, I'm going to use a calculator for this because I don't know the number. (laughs) But $100,000, and let's say you work 52 weeks a year and you work for uh, 40 hours a week, just like normal average. Okay, that's $48 an hour. So if you think that your time is worth $48 an hour or the goal you've set is $48 an hour, and as James teaches in BBD, like don't do tasks that are worth any less. So like when I hired my VA for $6 an hour and she started doing those tasks, then I didn't have to undervalue my time. Well, the same thing is happening when you're like trying to figure things out. Like if it takes you a week, 40 hours to figure it out, but you could just take a course that explained exactly how to do it step by step. Like, why wouldn't you? 
And I feel like if you're, if you don't choose to invest in your business, it's straight up fear that you're going to fail. And like another thing that I write about in stop getting in your own way is, is burning your boats. This has been a really powerful thing for me. Like there is no backup plan the same way that the soldiers Cortez took his soldiers and he told them to burn all their boats in Veracruz and they couldn't go back. Like they were fighting the war and, and there was no way to turn around and go back because the boats were literally burned to the ground. That's how I felt when I invested in my business. And if you still feel like you have a crutch, you have a backup plan, like that's your problem. And if, if you have fear that you're going to fail, that's why you're not investing. But if you truly believed when you're listening to this, that your success is inevitable, if you truly believe that you're going to hit the goals that you set out to hit them. And again, it, it might not be in your timeline. Like I'm four years into business and I'm not where I want to be yet. I've come really far and I'm really happy about where I am. It's not always in your timeline, but if you believe that it's inevitable, then like, why wouldn't you choose to invest in it? Like, there's no reason. And if you're not investing in something that you feel is aligned and right for you, like BBD may feel for you right now, then you're essentially signaling to the universe, like, I don't believe in myself. And if you don't believe in yourself, like we talked about before, the only reason I manifested the 34K cash flow month was because I believed it was already done. And so it's like a whole thing going on. If you don't have that self-belief and that fear, that fear is holding you back. So the question I would ask you just to summarize is ask yourself, if I knew I was going to be successful, I ask myself this question all the time. Whenever I have a new goal, something I want to pursue, but I'm afraid. Like when I wanted to launch my membership, I was scared. Like, well, what if nobody wants to join? And what if, what if, what if, right? And then I asked myself, well, if I knew a year from now, I would have say 500 members, would I do it? Of course I would. So if you knew a year from now that BBD was going to be the thing that, you know, sparked your success and helped you take leaps and strides forward, I can't guarantee that you're going to hit your goals because like I said, a failure is for two reasons. It's redirection or it's a lesson you need it. But what I can guarantee is you're going to move forward and mm -hmm. you're going to learn and you're going to grow. And I'm obsessed with personal development. That's, that's what I teach in my membership and business and entrepreneurship is the best personal development journey you can go on. So why not? And the last thing that's really important about BBD specifically is the community. Like I met my literal business bestie that I, I talked to on Voxer for at least three hours a day. I'm not kidding. <laughs> we go back and forth about all those crazy thoughts and we talk all day, every day. We literally sat next to each other at BBD live and became like inseparable best friends. I asked her to be in my wedding asked, after I already asked all my other bridesmaids. I was like, I'm adding one. That's how close we are. And that's what BBD does. It brings together people who have that, that passion. Like if you're feeling aligned with it, it's because you're going to meet people who are on that same vibration as you. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's another reason why I think it's super powerful. Um, because before that, I didn't really have that community of women who understood me. Like I love my childhood friends. I'm very close with them, but they don't run businesses. They don't get it. I can't right. talk to them about, you know, should I do this webinar or, or this other right. thing? And <laughs> so, yeah, for all of those reasons, um, ask yourself that question. And, and if you had no fear, what would you do? Uh, I wish you guys could see me right now because I'm just nodding after everything that Jacqueline's saying. I'm just sitting here nodding, nodding, nodding. Like, yes, 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 yes. If I said yes to everything, you would just hear, yes, yes, yes for me. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to quickly speak on something you mentioned, which was, you know, like, yes, there's Google and YouTube. And that's really how I started my business. You know, the very first place that I started was Googling and YouTubing my way through like, how the F do you build a website? And so I can really resonate with like that path of like DIY, um, until I came across this concept and just like really, especially after I made my first investment, and seeing how like far I went in such a short amount of time, I was like, wait a second, I can Google and YouTube the things that I know to Google and YouTube, but what about the things that I don't know that I don't know? Like what? Like how do we Google something that we don't know that we don't know? And it's not until we learn from someone, for instance, like James, who's been in business for 14 years now, who's literally been in like, I don't know, 300 different niches, 300 different products. Like he has, when I hear like what, how he started in business to where he is now and all the different iterations, I'm like, this man learned so much. And that's the kind of mentor that I want to have someone who's made all those mistakes, not, and, and here's the thing guys, is that 
even when you learn from a mentor and they give you all these shortcuts, these shortcuts are going to help you, you know, get to your goals faster, but it doesn't really take away from the lessons that you learn or supposed to learn anyway. So it's not like you're getting a shortcut literally where there's no work on your part involved. It's just that why, why not, if you were given an option to go from point A to point B with a straight line, instead of this like curvy ass line that comes from the DIY approach, like why not, why not take that shortcut? Like why not get that hack, that trick, that uh, process, that even way of thinking, like really it's, it's even getting a new mindset, getting a different perspective on things can give you a different solution to a problem that you have. And it's just like so much magic happens. Um, Jacqueline, I wanted to thank you so much. This has been such an incredible, incredible interview. Like you have provided us with so much wisdom and mic drop after mic drop after mic drop. Can you please share where we can find out more about you? Like, where do you hang out? Where can we find out about your programs and services and all the really cool stuff that you do? Yeah. So my favorite places to hang out are on Instagram. I'm at Jacqueline DiGregorio and my podcast. So if you're listening to this, you probably like podcasts. It's a spark your light podcast. You can get my book, stop getting in your own way on Amazon. And you can learn more about my membership on my website, JacquelineDiGregorio.com slash growth happens here for the membership. Okay. We're going to link that in the show notes because I had trouble pronouncing your last name and I'm pretty sure people don't know how to spell your last name. So I know. we're going to go ahead and um, put that all in the show notes. And then please, you guys, as you're listening to this and as you've gotten to this point, take a screenshot of this episode right now and tag both Jacqueline and I on Instagram and share your aha moments, your takeaways, your breakthroughs. And especially if this uh, interview inspired you to sign up for BBD, please let us know. We want to celebrate you and welcome you into the community because it really is a special community. And so many people are surprised that like, even at my level, I still go to like BBD stuff related stuff. And I I was literally in James's like course that he did last weekend, like as a student and people are like, well, Catherine, what are you doing in here? And it's for people who like are building their first program or trying to figure out how to build the most effective program. And like, I'm someone who always develops a beginner's mindset. And I think that the biggest mistake you can make is say that you already know everything and stop learning. And so I prevent myself from doing that. It's like an unlearning, you know, like we have been so conditioned with graduation from high school or graduation from college that it signifies the end of learning. And so many people look at that diploma as like, this is the end of my learning. And now my adult life begins. And there is no freaking diploma or graduation from business school. Like the, the true entrepreneurship school, there is no like, it's such a journey. And I love that you mentioned it's like a journey of personal development because I cannot imagine growing so much if I didn't have a business. It, it just forces you to really look at all your stories that are preventing you from getting to your goals. So lots of amazing stuff, Jacqueline. I just want to thank you one more time for being on here. This is so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. It's truly an honor. Yay. All right, you guys Mwah. catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.